We interrupt this program to bring you some terrible and tragic news. News that will shock you and forever alter the course of your life. <gasps> Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, has sadly passed away. Welcome to the Straight Out of Hell podcast. This episode will be dedicated to celebrating the life servitude of Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. As I'm sure you've heard by now, um, unfortunately, the Queen's partner in crime, so to speak, uh, passed away a couple of days ago as a result of a mutant strain of coronavirus. Now, the prince himself, Princey, uh, famously did say that when he passes away, he hopes to come back as a strain of a virus uh, to solve the problem of overpopulation. Uh, we're now receiving reports that the prince has in fact come back as a mutant strain of coronavirus and has since infected Princess Anne, which I think is a good thing. <clears throat> I mean, it's not a bad thing, clearly. Um, Princess Anne is allegedly a racist. Uh, she did warn Prince Harry about the colour of his child. Uh, which I think is interesting and speaks to her character. Um, so, yeah, not the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, but the prince will be um, sorely missed by his brothers in the Freemasons. And recognised and remembered warmly for his charitable contributions to the American Eugenics Society. It is a sad day indeed. Uh, he was a good man. Um, he met the Queen 96 years ago. Uh, classic love story. Uh, met her at a human hunting party when he was three. And they just hit it off. Uh, she, of course, changed her name uh, from Lizzie uh, Saxacoba Gotha uh, from the Middle Earth. She is now known as Queen Elizabeth uh, Windsor. So I think that's convenient. I mean, I think she spoke to her father, she's daddy. Uh, of course, we're talking about uh, King George or something, fifth, I don't know. Uh, Daddy, I think we should change our name. It sounds too German. It sounds far too German. It is not palatable for the British people. And so they changed their name from Saxacoba Gotha uh, to Windsor, which is a pretty good idea if you're a German spy, uh, to remain inconspicuous, to move into Buckingham Palace and start charging the taxpayers for your lavish lifestyle of um, booze and baby's blood, chilling out on the yacht, and uh, I don't know, once every fucking 100 days, go and lay a wreath on some pond somewhere and pretend that you care about something. It's predictable. But yes, uh, family and friends of the great prince are invited to join the human death party at his favourite location, Little St. James Island, to celebrate his life. Uh, there's going to be spirit cooking, I have heard, and uh, after which 
the prince will morph into a bat and fly away. Um, I don't want it to be perceived in any way, <clears throat> shape or form that I'm in fact mocking the royal family. I have the utmost respect for Her, her Majesty Queen Lizzie and um, also for the great prince. Um, they contributed so much to society. They really lived a life of servitude to the British public. Uh, the monarch is so important to um, Western civilization to the point where I think if she were to die soon, which would be an absolute tragedy, the world would plummet into utter chaos. Um, now, I know Prince Charles, you know, the guy that killed Diana. Uh, I think he is, in fact, the next in line, but I have a feeling that it's going to skip him. And we'll probably go straight through to William, which may or may not be the Antichrist. But yeah, I think the Great Prince needs to be uh, celebrated and exalted. I think we need to recognise the works that he did between 1933 to 1945 in the Wehrmacht uh, under Adolf Hitler. I think that we need to um, celebrate the great things that he did for the British public, whatever they were. We will return to this touching tribute to the life and the legacy of the great Prince Philip. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Are you fed up with being a failure? Are you sick of being a loser? Are you tired of everything on free-to-air TV that you've already seen three times? What if I told you that there was a one-stop shop for all of the serial killer and pedophile documentaries that you want? Netflix is the place for you. Have you seen Cuties? If not, you've been living under a rock. You need Netflix. In a world where everything is downloadable, piratable, for free and instant, why wouldn't you pay $19 a month for a bunch of really old shitty movies and pedophile documentaries? You need Netflix. Whilst we are on the topic of free-to-air television, have you guys seen MAFs? For those who aren't familiar with maths, the basic concept of the show is to get a bunch of rejects, a bunch of human trash, the worst people that you can find, and they put them together on this show, and the first time they meet is at a mock wedding ceremony where they actually get married. Then they have to live together in this big house with a bunch of other retards, and the scandals go on. And it's, it's very icy and entertaining uh, if you're into that kind of weird shit, which I am not. I, what I really don't like is like, I don't like reality television. And then I don't like reality. I don't like bullshit television masquerading as reality television. Like this scripted shit is so pathetic and so uninteresting. I really pity the people who actually find that show interesting and then if you switch the channel the other option at prime time on our ridiculous fucked hard free-to-air television programming 
is Dancing with the Stars. Now, the name may deceive you and you would be forgiven for thinking that Dancing with the Stars would be a show about stars or celebrities who dance good. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is neither of those things. These people are not stars. They're not celebrities. They are usually washed up, being C-grade public personas who have caught a little bit of limelight and they think that they can get a few viewers out of it, right? Which, unfortunately, with the level of IQ in this country, they often achieve their goal there. And they get them all together. And um, they also, plot twist, can't dance. So it's a really shitty show. Like, it is... One of the shittiest shows ever, next to Mavs. I mean, <laughs> we've got Chappelle Corby on this damn show. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Chappelle Corby is famous because she's a drug mule. Uh, she's neither a celebrity nor a dancer, clearly. Uh, I think Chappelle Corby should go back to prison. I think she should be deported. I think Peter Dutton should deport this bitch. At one point, she was an icon. She was Australia's sweetheart. You know, the sexy girl that everyone wanted to fuck. And she was trapped in Asia because she smuggled in a bunch of marijuana. And everyone was like, that bitch is edgy. Well, unfortunately, I hate to be the one to break it to you guys, but she may have been edgy back then, but now she is podgy. She had some kind of like this you know, um, mysterious persona, kind of like an internet love affair, you know, this, this kind of risque, um, sexy, mysterious love affair with some total random on the other side of the world via the great World Wide web. Well, it was kind of like that, except she turned out to be the, uh, online girlfriend you have, that when you finally meet them in real life, they move into your apartment a little too quick and they don't kind of look like their profile pictures and then you realise that this whole fucking country just got catfished by this bitch. She needs to go back to Asia. I'll buy this cunt a flight to Bali if I get to pack her luggage. So yeah, I think Chappelle Corby needs to fuck off back to Asia because... You know, it's getting kind of sad. She reminds me of my old friend's mum who, who like got her 15 seconds of fame and she talked about it for the rest of her life. Everyone she ran into, she'd tell them about her ridiculous time and what she called the limelight. And now she's just, she's just washed up and flabby, bit of an embarrassment, shaking her ass for strangers in order to support her out of control addiction to painkillers. So I think that um, for the sake of all of us, for the sake of the children, think of the children. I hope to God you people, you wild animals, don't let your children watch that filthy show where a bunch of people with um, sex addictions and drug addictions and addiction to alcohol get up on a stage in ridiculous outfits and pretend for the Australian public and the world that they can dance and they can't. Let me tell you what Chappelle Corby should have done.
Chappelle Corby should have listened to her fucking sister, Mercedes, and just become a high-class hooker. Why try to smuggle drugs, especially such a small quantity? And into Bali? What the fuck were you thinking? Honestly, high-class hookers make a bit of money. Just ask your sister, Mercedes. Uh, I think you should have followed down that family business, not the other one, like with the whole international drug smuggling thing, because you kind of fucked it up. I mean, you had one job. You literally had one job. All you had to do was bribe the officials. It wouldn't have been hard, and they would have let you get a little bit of shitty weed into Bali. But you fucked it up. You got arrested. And then we saw you on the news. None of us really felt sorry for you. And then 12 years later... You pop up on primetime TV again uh, on your 60 Minutes special in which you discussed how you spent 12 years in an Asian prison being a dyke. And now you want to come back here, walk around like you're some kind of celebrity and then get on a show where you pretend you can dance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Chappelle. So I'm sorry, Chappelle, but so I'm sorry, Chappelle, but you should have taken your sister's advice, and I really hope you take mine now. Quit that fucking show. Get on with your life. The Straight Out of Hell podcast is proudly brought to you by me. And also our major sponsor, Netflix. Thanks so much for the support. We appreciate it. Make sure you keep the documentaries flowing. The concept behind the podcast is to celebrate the art of savage humor. So in case you haven't figured it out by now, dummy, this entire fucking podcast is satire. That's right. It's formulated as a joke. It does not constitute proper legal, financial professional advice nor does it constitute news that comes from the trusted sources such as cnn you can find us on all of the socials facebook instagram youtube patreon tiktok under the handle straight out of hell podcast make sure you subscribe to our patreon and you'll get early access content and a lot of goodies as well as receiving the podcast weekly prior to all of the other channels Thanks so much for listening, and now we'll get back to it. Anyway, back to the royal family. I was so touched, I was so moved by the lovely tribute that um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle made for Prince Philip. Um, I am paraphrasing here, but it said something like, Thank you for your life of service. Rest in peace, you old cunt. I was, I, I nearly cried. I nearly cried. It was so touching. And so Prince Harry, of course, has travelled back to the UK to be at the funeral. Um, That will be held at Little St. James Island, uh, which we previously discussed. And um, Meghan Markle, of course, has stayed in the US. Now, I don't really like her. I saw her interview on Oprah. Um... The fact that I don't like her has nothing to do with her being mixed race, of course. It's because she is a little whiny cunt. And 
anyone who saw the interview would be probably about as alarmed as I am um, as to what unfolded. Uh, just to quickly run through the highlights, she let us know that one of the royal family members was apparently racist, uh, which is Princess Anne, of course, the lovely daughter of uh, the Queen Lizard and Prince Philip. Um, and also she mentioned some other things to do with the racist press, about the fact she wasn't protected by the royal family, um, that she wasn't, she had no freedom and she wasn't allowed to leave. And she sort of said it in a way that, that was supposed to convince you that she didn't know that all of this shit was going to happen. I mean, she's like, she's not dumb, right? We won't say she's intelligent, but she's not dumb at least. And she, like, she had a little dream of being a princess and, you know, she, she had plans and she met Prince Harry and things started working out and, like, it was kind of cute. It was like a little fairy tale. And then, bam, reality, they killed fucking Diana. And they'll kill you too, bitch, if you keep running your mouth. So shut the fuck up. That's my advice. And uh, she didn't travel back to the UK for this upcoming funeral. And um, it's probably not a bad move. I probably wouldn't be flying to the UK if I was you after what you said about the royal family either. Um, so I hope Harry's $27 million, uh, is enough for you to live comfortably for now. Uh, I know you guys are humble and simple living in the U S after you fled Canada because, uh, and you're living there quite comfortably with the chicken farm and it's cute. No, it's really cute. Um, I love the way that Oprah portrayed you guys to be like, um, you know, normal and wholesome and all that stuff. Uh, it was cute. It was a, a good try. Um, so Prince Harry's now in the UK and uh, apparently he's had a bit of a scolding from the old grandma. Uh, and I'm not too surprised. I mean, I love the bit when, <laughs> I love the bit when Megan is talking about how one of the royal family members uh, approached Harry or Harry somehow heard the fact that they were, they were uh, quote, concerned about the skin colour of the baby. And I love how Oprah reacts and she's like, what? What? Are you, are you claiming that the, the royal family... There's someone senior in the royal family who's racist. She's acting like she's surprised. I mean, this bitch knows. She knows the royal family. She's been at, at the at the Illuminati parties. She's been at the mask ball. She's been at the uh, the human hunting parties. She knows what the, the royal family's about. She's acting all coy about it. It's uh, entertaining. So you should check it out. Well, that concludes our touching special celebrating the life and legacy of Prince Philip. Thanks for tuning in to the Straight Out of Hell podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode. Um, it's been fun. It's been real. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon and check us out on the other platforms. Thanks for listening. And until next week, goodbye.